Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honour. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He didn't say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Meanwhile, a large crowd of Jews found out that Jesus was there and came, not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus as well, for on account of him, many of the Jews were going over to Jesus and believing in him. So Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, he's with his disciples and they pass through Bethany and they decide to stop to hang out with some of their friends, Mary, Martha and Lazarus. Now Jesus knows what's up ahead, he knows this really hard stuff coming, but the rest of them were oblivious, so this would have been a joyful time. They were probably eating together, talking about the Kingdom of God, maybe asking Jesus some curly questions, reminiscing about some of the incredible miracles that they'd seen, one of which was raising Lazarus from the dead. There is just so much in this passage, but today I just want to look at the passion and devotion of Mary. So as the evening goes on, Mary does something to interrupt the evening, something really unexpected. She takes this expensive perfume and she breaks it and she pours it out over Jesus' feet. Mary pours out the perfume and this is something that you would do as an act of love for someone that had already died, this anointing. Jesus says in verse 8, it was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. So Mary is prophetically pouring out this perfume on Jesus. Most of us are familiar with this passage, but if we stop and think about it, it's pretty outrageous. It would have been an awkward moment. In their culture, women didn't get close to men in public, especially not touching a man's foot in this really close and intimate way. So those around her would have been shocked. Some of them would have been outraged, but Mary doesn't seem to care. There's nothing in the passage that says Mary rushed off to her bedroom afterwards and felt ashamed. Mary knows in her heart that what she's done has blessed Jesus. Mary knows that Jesus loves her devotion. She has experienced his great love for her. Mary knows that her passion isn't too much for Jesus. She knows that her passion isn't going to be rejected by Jesus. John Tyson says because Mary had experienced Jesus' great love, she knew her devotion delighted him. Do we know that our devotion delights God? Every time we offer him love and devotion, it delights his heart. God is not just interested in outcomes. Every time we come out into creation, like here, this is a beautiful day, and we remember to whisper a thank you, it's our devotion that delights God. Every time we sing and worship with abandon, whether we're singing in tune or not, it's our devotion that delights God. Every time we get up in the morning and we open his word and he speaks to us, whether we understand everything on the page or not, it's our devotion that delights God. Every time we spend time with the hurting or the broken because we love Jesus, it's our devotion that delights God. Every time we do less and we produce less, but we learn to live in his peace and his rest, 
it's our devotion that delights God. Every time we offer love and devotion to God, it is met with His joy. He loves our devotion. He doesn't reject our devotion. And He loves our devotion because that's His heart. Our devotion, the things that we offer are so small compared to the passion of Christ poured out on the cross. Jesus broke his body, his blood was spilled to reconcile us to God so that we can come into right relationship with God. John Tyson says, there is more power in a moment of passion than in a lifetime of mediocrity. Passionate devotion shocks others out of their complacency. It pours fuel onto the pilot light that flickers in the human heart, igniting a response. When Mary broke the bottle and poured out her perfume, she prophetically depicted what Christ would do for us in his great love for sinners. Jesus despised the opinion of the world. The bottle he broke was his own body, Rather than perfume, he poured out his blood. This was the wasteful, extravagant love of God, the true passion of Christ, that he would take all he had and pour it out so that we might be reconciled to God. So as we journey through this week, may our passion and devotion for Jesus increase as we reflect on the astonishing passion and devotion he has for us shown on the cross. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your extravagant love displayed on the cross. We thank you for the beauty of Mary's devotion. Come Holy Spirit and reawaken our passion. Help us slow down and take this holy journey to the cross with you. In Jesus' name, Amen.